from MPB Think Radio, this is Everyday Tech. I'm Sharita Brent here with Ashley Jeffcoat, Digital Media Director for MPB. Today we're talking about Wi-Fi. Is Wi-Fi free or does it come with a cost? We'll talk about what Wi-Fi hotspots are and what is a wireless router. Give us a call at 877-MPB-RING if you have any questions or comments about Wi-Fi and your connection and your security as well. 877-672-7464 is the number or send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. We'll be back right after the news. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent. In studio with Ashley Jeffcoat, Digital Media Director for MPB. And I'm trying to put my phone on vibrate because it is ringing loudly and I don't want to disturb us on the show. For shame. (laughs) Uh, So we are talking about Wi-Fi this morning. What is Wi-Fi? On what devices can Wi-Fi be used? Uh, Is it free or does it come with a cost? We'll talk about Wi-Fi hotspots and also what a wireless router is. Is there a way for you to create your own wireless network? 877-MPB-RING is the number if you want to join the conversation with any Wi-Fi questions or comments you may have. Maybe your connection is weaker than you'd like it to be and you want uh, us to do some troubleshooting for you. 877-672-7464 is the number. Or you can send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Ashley, we're going to jump to Betty in Houston because she's been waiting for a long time. Uh, Betty, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Uh, I need I needed to talk about Wi-Fi. I was so tickled when I found out that's what y'all were going to talk about. <laughs> oh, cool. I have Wi-Fi uh, through a, a big company, and I, I started out with it when I had it bundled with a house telephone and, and a TV, satellite TV system. And I've dropped the other things, so now I just have the Wi-Fi, and it has gone from 19.95 a month over the past, not a whole lot of years, and now it's $52 a month, and it's killing me. Mm-hmm. But I need it for my computer, and uh, so and and I have a Kindle, and you know there's different things I need it for. So I'm thinking I see all these things on TV about different companies that offer cheaper Wi-Fi, and I'm thinking, do I need to swap, or is it just going to be the same thing? I'll have it for a year, and then it'll jump up again. So the biggest thing to keep in mind when you're looking at that kind of stuff is that usually when you first subscribe or join one of those services, they do it for a deal for you. And those are limited times. So over time, yeah, the price gets, it gets a lot more expensive. I'm probably paying right now three times as much as I was when I first um, opened my account. Hmm. Yeah. What you can, if you don't want to switch services, one thing that you can do is you can call them and be like, hey, I can't afford to keep paying this. It needs to be cheaper or I'm switching and a lot of the times, they will be happy to give you a deal again. I sure will. To keep <laughs> you on as a customer. Okay. Well, so that's I'm one thing. Yeah. And then the other thing is it's worth researching what some of these other ones are because you may have lots of different options in your area. 
um, depending on where you live, sometimes you really only have one or two actual fast options, and the others might be a little bit slower. But um, it's definitely worth shopping around to see what they're offering at what price and for how long that promotional price is effective. Okay. The area that I'm living in, Houston, is a really small town, and it is hard to – we don't have as many things as the big cities do. Yeah. And it is hard to find a good deal on anything. Oh, but I may I may just do that then. So these these things that come on TV and I can't even think of the names of them. I see them, you know, when I'm watching TV and I think yeah. I call them. Just call them and say, okay, what is this price and how long is it good for and how fast is it and how does it compare with what I have? Yeah, and before maybe, you even call them, uh-huh. I would look it up on the internet on your own first because oh. chances are when you call them, they may be they may try to pressure you or convince you that what they have is so much better but if you do some independent research first that'll go a long Mm -hmm. way okay that makes sense well what is a hot spot so a hot spot is a essentially um creating a wi-fi network from cellular data Mm, that makes a lot of sense to me (laughs) yeah we're going to talk about it in depth here we're going to talk about it in depth uh, throughout the show, Betty. So if okay, you just continue good. listening, uh, hopefully it'll I'll make more sense to you. Listening. Thank you so much for the information that you've given me. Okay. Uh, no Thank problem. you so much and good luck to you. Um, Ashley, so do you find sometimes that you can kind of sacrifice the speed of a Wi-Fi uh, to get a more affordable package? Yes. Okay. In a lot of cases, you can trade out speed for um, price. Okay. Um, but that being said, it's not always true. Sometimes you may end up paying a lot more for something that's a lot slower, mm. depending on where you live. And Sharita, I know that you actually been through something similar to that, where yes. you were going from different companies, and one of them was a lot slower than advertised in your area. Yeah. And it definitely makes it, you have to do research in your area, specifically even in your own specific neighborhood, to see what's going to work best at what price. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of research um, before you can really commit to something. And in order to do certain things like streaming and watching Netflix, you need a certain amount of speed. Yes. So, so what's the average amount of speed you need to do things like stream Netflix? Um, I would go for for something like Netflix. You probably want at least a 16 plus megabit connection. Oh, okay. I was thinking 25. So I mean, 25 is great for HD streaming. Oh, okay. But um, if you're going to do, if you just want to be able to stream, starting at somewhere about 16 is pretty good. Mm-hmm. That'll get you going. But anything faster than that, and that's going to be like if you have one device connected and not necessarily the best for HD streaming. And then if you live in an apartment, that's going to make things different because typically apartments all share their their, uh, cable connection that's coming into a building. It's all one connection per building. Mm -hmm. So if you've got four or five people in your building who are like, all streaming Netflix at the same time. Oh, wow. It's going to be slower for you. You and, the, you and the neighbors need to have a conversation. Uh-huh. It's like, look, we cannot watch Netflix at the we same time tonight. We need to schedule our Netflix time. Okay, so from this time to this time, I'm watching Orange is the New Black. Right. Don't bother me. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Um, okay, so we uh, are giving the number out right now. 877-MPB-RING is the number we are talking about Wi-Fi today, Wi-Fi speed, Wi-Fi security. Uh, we're talking about Wi-Fi hotspots. We'll get into that in just a moment. 877-672-7464 is the number to join the conversation. If you have any questions or comments, you can also send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Linda is in Port Gibson. Good morning. Linda, what do you have for us? Yes, I have a uh, question or issue about uh, Wi-Fi. Okay. 
Okay. My problem is uh, I used to pay as you know, pay as you know, those go phones, mm-hmm. and uh, I use I, I use a lot of data, and it is so expensive. It's almost like ninety dollars a month just for data. Yeah, that's expensive. And um, can you tell me an option? Uh, I, I don't want to be on a contract. And then uh, also, I acquired a laptop, mm-hmm. and it has uh, Bluetooth mm-hmm. capability, and I'm kind of confused. Uh, will Bluetooth allow you to go online if you don't have I'm just so confused. Yeah, there's a lot of different technologies out there, and it can be really confusing to figure out what's what. So Bluetooth is primarily for connecting devices on to um, your to connecting devices to your computer. So, like, mm-hmm. if you wanted to connect a pair of headphones or something to the computer, you can do that through Wi-Fi. Depend or through Bluetooth. Depending on your phone, you may be able to connect via Bluetooth and have an internet connection through your phone. Some phones allow that. I can use that on my iPhone, I know. Um, it'll allow oh, I me... don't have a home phone. I don't have an... Uh, at this moment, I don't have a, a cellular phone, but I have a, one of those wireless home phone Yeah. Things. So and... the thing with, as far as your data goes and um, anything like that, the the biggest thing that you have to keep in mind is no matter how you end up doing it. Data is always going to be expensive. Data is just something that is really, really, really expensive. It's unfortunate, but it's true. When you're going with a low um, and trying to stay away from contracts, um, depending on how much data you use, you should be able to get a much better deal than $90. But it is going to be dependent on how much data you use. Now, a lot of um, service providers will mm-hmm. allow you to go in and look. Usually it's on your bill, but sometimes they have other information that you can go check, like on their website. Like a data calculator? Yeah, well, not even the data calculator, but an actual record of how much data you are using. All right. So that you can use that to um, to see how much, you are, how much you're paying for versus how much you're using and try to get a better deal that way. And it may always be worth it to shop around and see if you can't find it another, another better deal somewhere else. Can you buy a block of data from, like, from a store or a big box? or I mean, you just go and just buy, like, 25 gigabytes or 100 gigabytes of data. Can you do that? I don't think that you can. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the type of phone that you have or the type of plan that you end up working with. Um, uh, because with a smartphone particularly, you can't really turn off data. So no, they you can't. So they want you to to hit those overages, and so they get a little more money out of it. But um, I'm not sure off the top of my head if there are any no-contract providers that allow you to buy data, like, in bulk like that. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much for answering my call. Okay. Linda, thank you. you. Have a nice day. You Mm -hmm. too, and good luck to you. We appreciate your call. 
Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll continue the conversation about Wi-Fi. We have a little Wi-Fi news to share with you about Google and free Wi-Fi. And we'll talk about is Wi-Fi free across the board or does it come with the cost? We'll talk about Wi-Fi hotspots and what those are, what a wireless router is. 877-MPB-RING is the number if you want to join the conversation with your questions and comments about Wi-Fi, its speed, its security, any thoughts you have about that topic. 877-672-7464 is the number currently all our lines are open, so get your calls in early or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Ashley Jeffcoat, Digital Media Director for MPB. Today we are talking about Wi-Fi, what it is, and what devices Wi-Fi can be used. Is it free or does it come with a cost? We'll talk about Wi-Fi hotspots as well. If you have any questions or comments about your Wi-Fi, its connection, its speed, or wireless network in general, 877-MPB-RING is the number. That's 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. I promise we'd share some tech news about Wi-Fi. So, Ashley, let's talk about uh, Google and India, and they're offering free Wi-Fi. So let's talk about why this is a breakthrough for India. Yeah, so um, Google's free Wi-Fi initiative right now that they've started in India where they are installing free high-speed Internet connections and a lot of rail stations um, across India. Um, As of their um, first thing, they've recorded two 1.5 million users on it, which is a pretty big deal. And it's people benefiting from this free Wi-Fi connection. So that's a big deal for a country like India that is definitely industrializing and going through the the coming through and into this big technology bubble right now that they mm-hmm. are. And But there isn't wide-ranging internet access. Okay. High-speed internet access across India. So taking putting it in for free in these stations is really making it a lot easier for people to get access to the internet. Um, so Google's, of course, doing what they normally do, and they monitor the data and they see what people are doing. Um, the top two things were uh, first infotainment, so you know, looking up interesting, funny things on the internet and doing the same kind of thing that I think we do all the time. Mm-hmm. And number two was job searches. Okay. So people making use of this for that, and then um, certain other areas, especially those that are near schools, um, colleges, and things, you have a lot of students who are coming in looking for um, test results, looking at their test information, things that they can probably get access to at school, but once they leave, they may not have access to anymore. So they're coming into these... I used to look for the answers to stuff. (laughs) (laughs) So they're coming into um, these train stations to get there to do school research and things, sort of the way that we kind of colloquial think of using a library. Okay. 
So um, very interesting, really cool. That is interesting. So just speaking generally, when we talk about Wi-Fi, is it free or does it come with a cost? So if I were to go into a coffee house and connect to the coffee house's uh, Wi-Fi network, that's free for me, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, um, remember, you are using a free Wi-Fi connection. And there are risks. There are risks associated with that. Anytime you connect to a free and open Wi-Fi internet connection, it's not the most secure. Your data may not be treated in a very secure fashion. Um, So I always encourage people to exercise caution with what they do when they're connected to these free Wi-Fi networks. And so we're going to talk about this uh, VPN thing that you brought up um, in just a moment. We have a lot of calls to get to. So we are going to go first to Alan and Brandon, who we actually got a chance to meet at our last meet and greet. Alan, good morning. Thanks for joining us. Uh, hi, Sharita and Ashley. First of all, thanks so much for the great meet and greet. I had a, uh, it, was, it was wonderful, and it was really nice to, to meet the folks that are responsible for uh, all these great shows y'all put on. So I just want to say I had, a, I had a wonderful time. So did we. It was a pleasure uh, meeting you. It was, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and about Wi-Fi, yeah, everything costs, uh, I mean, ultimately. And when, when you're looking into investigating this stuff, remember, remember supply and demand. It's like Ashley's already said. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of choices in here, so so, so do your homework before you start calling these folks. That they're going to give you a teaser price to get you in the door, and then it is definitely going to go up. So it, it, uh, what I always do is when they're when they're throwing out these prices that sound too good to be true, which they usually are, I say, look, what, what's it going to cost a year from now? And, and then they usually get real quiet, and 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 then you get the real numbers, and you find out they're, they're all pretty pretty close to. The competitors all charge about the same thing. But uh, uh, another couple of things to remember, people are streaming everything nowadays. Mm-hmm. People don't want to pay for They want to unplug their cables. They don't want to get uh, a paid TV service anymore. So they're streaming all this stuff. That uses a huge amount of data. So a lot of these, and we're calling it Wi-Fi. I'm going to call them Internet Service Providers. That's, that's the term I got started with. Yeah. Uh, you're paying for Internet service, and 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 it's not unlimited anymore. So they're monitoring. I mean, you, there might be some unlimited plans, but they're they're starting to, to monitor how much you're using of that stuff. And if you go over a certain amount, the price can go up. So make sure you know all that stuff because you might get some surprises if you're streaming a lot of content in and uh, uh, you're using a lot of data. Uh, or, uh, you know, hotspots are great if you're traveling. But a hotspot basically just turns your phone into your internet service provider, and it's going to be using your cellular data. Unless you've got some kind of huge cellular data plan, you're going to eat into a lot of that, and, and they're going to get you that way. So that's true. Uh, but believe me, the people providing the service to you know where where folks are using all of the the content and and how they're going to get the money. Ultimately, that's what it's about. They they want to get the funds. So yeah, uh, uh, just be, be informed. Keep listening to the Everyday Tech every week. You know, <laughs> know what you're doing, and, and you'll, you'll get the best deal. And, you know, like I said, when you're shopping, uh, make sure that uh, you've done your research. Just because oh, somebody yeah. trying to sell you, sell you something is telling you one thing, that doesn't really mean a whole lot. They're going to tell you whatever they can to get your money. So. Yeah, That's real good true. thoughts, Alan. Yeah. Great but, thoughts. But thanks. I, I love the part. Love, love meeting you guys, and uh, uh, look forward to future meeting greets, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Alan. Yeah, I think the, the most important thing to take away from what Alan was saying is to definitely do your own research before you go in. That's part of why we're here is to help answer those questions and help you 
guide you along the way to the research that you need to know to kind of fill you in on some tips and things that you might not even think to look about, to look up and, and inform yourself on. Because, yeah, no, when you get into one of those sales situations, they're going to try to sell you something. Yeah, something. And they're not necessarily going to have your best interest in mind. So it pays to do your own research. Uh, Betty earlier wanted to know what a hotspot was. Uh, so let's uh, just talk about what that is. So a hotspot is essentially creating a little bubble of Wi-Fi that you can connect any device to. Usually this is done by utilizing cellular data. That's in the area. So um, you can sometimes create these on your phone. Um, you can buy little hotspot devices that you just turn on and they'll create a little bubble of Wi-Fi for you to connect to. These can be really useful because while our cell phones will just automatically connect to data, things like your laptop or your uh, PlayStation Vita, they don't just connect. So that's probably what some people are wondering. If I have mobile data on my phone already, why would I need to add a hotspot? And it's because you can connect multiple devices. Right. So let's say that you have um, an iPad and your iPad doesn't have 3G. If you had a hotspot, you could just connect it to your hotspot and then you have internet. And you don't have to worry about finding somewhere that has free Wi-Fi internet like your um, like a fast food place or a coffee shop or somewhere like that where you'll get free Wi-Fi. So um, it's it makes it a little bit easier and gives you a little bit more mobility. I've used them in the past when I'm on car trips mm -hmm. to create a little bubble of Wi-Fi in my car. So that everybody can connect and kind of do whatever they feel like doing on their phones. And it's pretty cool. So you can use your phone as a Wi-Fi hotspot or you can get a separate device. Yes. Which also needs a data plan. Which will also need a data <laughs> plan. Now, the thing to keep in mind, not all for phones support having a Wi-Fi hotspot. You're creating a hotspot. And not all phone plans support you doing that. So you could really, really burn up a lot of data. You could burn up a ton of data using a Wi-Fi, using your phone as a Wi-Fi hotspot. And you can also end up with other overages because if your cell phone provider doesn't want you using a hotspot and realizes that you're doing it anyway, they may charge you for that as a separate fee. Okay. <laughs> so you can really bump up the uh, cost of your phone bill for a month if you're not careful. All right. Susan is in Oxford. Good morning, Susan. What do you have for us? Hello. Hey. Yeah, um, uh, well, I wanted to do what that other gentleman said. Can I get broadcast TV on my home screen without paying the cable provider? And is there a way to get a device so I can record the program and watch it in my own time, like, say, the news hour or something like that on PBS? Yes, to all of those things. Okay, so what would, how would I go about doing that, on, and where can I learn about it? So one of the first things that you'll need is to make sure that you have um, a digital antenna on your television. Okay. Um, this will allow you to pick up all of the digital broadcast channels in your area that are broadcast over the air. You can probably easily pick up something like 20 different channels, depending on where you live. In Oxford? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's... There's a lot of stuff that's just available over the air that you okay. don't have to pay anything for. Um, and what you can do is if you go online, there are several different websites out there that will help you aim your digital antenna to get the most channels possible. Oh, that's interesting. I yeah. have one of these antennas. Uh, my uncle got it for me uh, back in December. So I typically put it in the window or I put it in the chair, wherever. Uh, and I get multiple channels. Uh, I could see family feud, uh, those yeah. basic, those basic channels, you know, your ABC and, and, and NBC. And, uh, I do not have a cable plan. I do not have cable. I just use that antenna and it picks up multiple channels for me. Yeah. 
really handy thing. Yep. So that's the first thing you need. Then if you want to record your over-the-air channels, yes. Um, what you can do is there's several different devices out there. I think the one that everyone's most familiar with is the um, TiVo. And that will allow you to, um, you essentially you'll connect your digital antenna to the, to the, uh, to the TiVo and then connect that to your TV. Oh. And you can record things through the TiVo as much as you want. Oh, that's cool. So is that, uh, what, you can buy that at Best Buy? Or you can. Like... <laughs> oh. You can okay. buy it at just about any major electronic store. Some of them, even like your big box stores, you can usually buy them at places like that. Any local electronic stores that you have in your area, I'm sure that little family-owned businesses will be able to sell that stuff for you. So um, definitely the way to go. Usually cost. Uh, TiVo's, I think, and I can't remember off the top of my head. It's been a while since I looked at them. I think they range around two hundred dollars. Okay. And so for a digital antenna, and the cost of the digital antenna. Yeah. So that's what you're looking at versus paying the cable company fifty dollars a month, even mm-hmm. the most right. basic thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. And if you're paying them fifty dollars a month for just your most basic of cable channels, almost all of those you can get over the air. Yeah, I just pay $50 just for the broadcast. We mainly watch PBS anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I um, totally picked it up on my with my TV antenna. Totally do. I see. And so that will come. So if I search online, then if I search uh, uh, digital antenna and TiVo, it should guide me through it, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Okay. No problem. Thank you, Susan, for your call. We are going next to Edna, who's in Jackson. Good morning, Edna. What do you have for us? Hey, how you doing? Hey, we're doing well. I don't understand what that da- what that data and all that means because uh, a couple of weeks ago I got uh, a letter from my or uh, email from my cable company saying that I had only about ten whatever data left in my plan. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of my data had been used. What, tell me what I, I'm not computer literate. I just get that out there. And yeah. I don't know anything about computers. I have to turn them on. <laughs> Okay. All right. So what data is, is it's anytime you do anything that connects to the internet, whether that's looking at Facebook or watching something on Netflix or watching something on YouTube or listening to music on Spotify, anytime you do anything like that where you're connected to the internet, you are using some form of data. From your cable company, they have their own data caps that um and this is essentially saying this is how much data you are allowed as a person to use in a month. Um your Wi-Fi or your um cell phone carrier does the same thing. It's usually a lot lower. So your data cap may be 300 gigabytes, but your um the one with your Wi-Fi or your um sorry, your home your cell phone provider may only be like 3. And there's a lot of big difference there because that takes um the speeds are so different. And the type of data that you're using is different. So it costs a lot more to do it on wireless through your cell phone than it does to do it on your cable or DSL connection usually. So um, so the data is just the, like, the amount of stuff that you are pulling from the Internet to your, com- to your home, whether it's through your computer or through your cell phone. However you're doing it, that's what that is. It's all just data. So, yep. so you, you can think about it like you have a stack of coins and every time you get yeah. on the on the uh, internet, those coins, uh, they start flying off. You have fewer and fewer coins. Yeah. I like to think of it like if you're going to use the coin analogy, like think of an arcade where you have to put in a quarter to play mm-hmm. and to keep playing, you have to keep putting quarters in. Yep. You have to keep putting that data in. And once you run out of data, well, 
can't play anymore. <laughs> and, well, unfortunately, what happens is instead of you not being able to play anymore, they will warn you that, hey, you don't have any data left and let you keep going. And then when you're done, they'll send you a bill. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, so you can't continue playing, but they'll charge you for it. Yeah, you're still not playing for free, unfortunately. <laughs> Um, so that's what the data is just how much stuff you're pulling from the internet and your different service providers are going to have various different limits on how much of that data you're allowed to pull. Almost all major service providers will allow you to look and see how much data you're using and you can look at it and it'll tell you, okay, in this month you used this much data, which is this much of how this percentage of how much you're allowed to have total. And it sounds to me like, um, if this is happening through your cable provider, somebody may be using your internet connection. Oh, so you, she needs to make sure that it's secure. Yeah, need to make sure it's secure. Need to make sure that um, you've got a password on it. If you've got any nieces, nephews, daughters, sons, etc., that connect to it, they may be using a lot of your data and you don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Because typically they are streaming everything. They are watching Netflix, they are listening to music, YouTube, they are Facebook. YouTube, the whole thing. And that takes up so much information, so much data. So to do that, I would, I would make sure that you've, you know who's connecting to it and you know what they're doing. If this is happening on your um, data plan with your cell phone, then you may be using more than you realize because those data plans are pretty low. And if you spend any amount of time watching stuff on YouTube, you can easily blow through that data plan real, real fast. And typically, like I have an app on my phone that lets me know uh, it, I can track my data usage. They will usually send me a courtesy text message that says, yeah. hey, uh, you've used 95% of your data. If you use over that, then we're going to charge you $15 for an extra gigabyte. Yeah. Yeah, so so be sure that you keep a watch on that. And as Ashley said, make sure that your connection, your Wi-Fi connection, your Internet connection is secure at home, your network rather. Yeah. All right, Edna, uh, hopefully that information was helpful to you. We need to take a quick break. When we get back, we have Blaine and Elizabeth to go to. Elizabeth is coming up first. And we have a couple calls as well. If you uh, want a couple open lines, rather, 877-MPB-RING is the number. This morning we've been talking about Wi-Fi, uh, speed, uh, connection, security, things like that. Give us a call if you have any questions or comments about your own Wi-Fi situations and data usage. 877-672-7464 is the number or send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And 
And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sheree DeBrent here with Ashley Jeffcoat, Digital Media Director for MPB. Today we've been talking about Wi-Fi and how Wi-Fi works. And uh, you can give us a call if you have any questions. If you've been having any issues with your Wi-Fi, 877-MPB-RING is the number. We've also been talking about data usage and uh, trying to help you out there, making sure you know how much data you're using so you won't be spending too much money. All right, we're going back to the phones. Our lines are full. Elizabeth is in Hattiesburg. Good morning, Elizabeth. What do you have for us? I have a separate device um, that I plug into my laptop so that I can get on the Internet at home, mm-hmm. and then I take it out. Am I, 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 you said that we're creating a little bubble of Wi-Fi. Can I connect to that with my iPhone in order to back up um, my iPhone? I usually have to go to one of my children's houses because they mm-hmm. have Wi-Fi, and I, you know, yeah. Plug in my phone to back it up. Can I do that with my hotspot thing? So usually the kind that you have to plug directly into your computer don't end up generating that little bubble. They oh. just create it for your computer. Now what you can do to back your iPad up onto your computer is um okay, it's my it's my iPhone. Oh your my iPhone. iPhone. To back uh-huh. your iPhone up to your computer, what you can do is they the charging cable that comes with them, mm-hmm. you can plug that directly into the USB port on your computer. And mm-hmm. use iTunes to back it up. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You don't now, have to have a Wi-Fi up, connection. Does that back up my photos to the cloud or just to my computer? Um, it'll back them up to your computer. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. All I right. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for your call. We're going next to Blaine, who's been waiting patiently. Blaine, good morning. Thanks for joining us. What do you, what do you have? Uh, right now we're traveling through Mississippi. Okay. Uh, current, well, I live in Iowa currently. Um, yeah. I just I just wanted to put a few tips out there. I guess the I guess really what I want to say is the internet service provider when it comes to Wi-Fi and data really depends on which state you're in. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, I like I said I live in Iowa and with my internet service provider I have unlimited streaming. It's just the only thing that really uses my data is uh, like if I were to hook, hook my Xbox up or a PlayStation then that then that's what would use my internet data. Yeah. Um, right now we're in a semi, so we uh, we're using a hotspot. And my brother, he pays. What was it, Tyler? He pays like ninety dollars a month. He pays like ninety dollars yeah. a month for like twenty-two to twenty-five gigabytes. Yeah. So I mean, is that pretty good? That, yeah, it gets you through. I think ultimately that's, especially when you're looking at using it for like long term, that's not a lot. But for a hotspot, that's a pretty good price. That's a pretty good amount of data. So. Yeah. He goes through T-Mobile. He's got a he's got a plan for the his hotspot through T-Mobile. Yeah, and it, it's pretty nice. The connection's really well, really good. The speed's really good. I mean, it, it just it just really depends on who you go through and basically what state you live in. It does. I mean, so, different service providers will provide all kinds of different things depending on where you live. Mm-hmm. I know that um, in some areas they're considered test markets for different. Things And one of the things that's been tested has been data caps have been tested in a few different cities in Mississippi with um, some of the Internet service providers. So um, it's definitely a thing you have to watch for. It can even vary not even from state to state, from from city to city, town to town, exactly what kind of options you'll have available for you. 
All right. Blaine, thank you so much for your call. Drive safely. He did say they were in a semi, didn't he? <laughs> Drive safely, Blaine. Um, what, what are your thoughts on co- conducting a speed test? Uh, when I was having trouble with my Wi-Fi, I got on the Internet and some kind of uh, website popped up and I was able to do a speed test and judge how fast my Wi-Fi was running. And it was way, way lower than what I was paying for. So I was really glad to be able to conduct that test. But is that something you recommend people do often or just when they're in trouble? Yes. Just period. It's always a good idea to run a speed test, especially if you're noticing that your internet does not seem to be running as fast as it used to, mm-hmm. or um, you think that it's not running as fast as it should be. Because you can run a speed test and then compare that to what you're actually paying for. Right. And um, if you're not getting anything near what you're paying for, then it's time to put in a call to your service provider and be like, hey, look, I'm paying for this, but this is what I'm getting. I was getting robbed. It was, yeah, it was you below were. 10 and I was paying for 60 or something. It was yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I got Not a even close. <laughs> I asked for a refund. I said, Hey, this is ridiculous. You guys are robbing me. Uh, Benny is in Kosciuszko with a question. Good morning, Benny. What do you have for us? Good morning. Hey. Hi. Um, I'm just trying to figure out my, uh, wifi. Um, how much you, I get. we get, uh, we stay out in the country and we get wifi through dish network. Mm-hmm. And I think we get about, kind of hard to say, two or three gigs, what, whatever. It's not yeah. a lot, but it costs a lot. Yeah. And, um, I'm trying to figure out how, you know, like when we get it when the, uh, at the billing, at the beginning of the billing, you start out with all of this, and then maybe two weeks later, it's all used up. And yeah. I figured out how it's been all used up because no one really goes on the computer, but everybody has their cell phone set to Wi-Fi. So yeah. I think maybe that's what's using it up, if they're using their cell phones and going on Facebook or mm-hmm. YouTube, and that's how it's being used up. Oh, yeah. That'll do it, do it real fast. Okay. So it kind of, if we turn the Wi-Fi off on our cell phones when we're at home, that mm-hmm. will not use up our Wi-Fi. Right. It'll use the um, data plans on those cell phones. Okay. I will see if people will do that because it has just been a mystery as to yeah. why it's been used up so quick. But still watch the use of that data, you know, on the on the cell phones. If you're not using the Wi-Fi, still be aware of how much you're using, how much data you're using. Well, yeah, but everybody, you know, they can pay their pay for their own data. <laughs> <laughs> Even the overages. Okay. Right. <laughs> All right, okay. Benny. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for your call. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going next to Donna. Then we will clear the lines after Donna is in Water Valley. Good morning, Donna. What do you have for us? Good morning. Hey. Uh, I've had a wireless router with a Belkin, and it wasn't working very well, so I went out and bought a more expensive one mm-hmm. that was supposed to have a farther reach. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a Netgear. Well, now every all my devices find Belkin, even though I've told it to forget that device, and I can't make that go away. <laughs> um, do you still have that um, device plugged, that Belkin plugged in somewhere? No. Hmm. Do you... It still shows up on my phone. It'll show up on my iPad as well. And it, does it connect to it? No, it just comes up as automatic. Yeah. And even though I went to that and said, forget this device, it still shows up. That's weird. It, it shouldn't be showing up at weird. all. I'm wondering, do you know, um, do you live in like a neighborhood? 
I live out in the country. Oh, so there shouldn't be anybody nearby that'll have the same. No. That's interesting. <laughs> Once you tell it to forget that Wi-Fi network, it should stop trying to automatically connect to it. I yeah. know. Well, anyway, the other issue is with this newer one, it was supposed to reach better. Well, my my modem and my router are out in a garage office that is connected to my house with a little walkway mm-hmm. porch. But my house is cypress with a metal roof. Yep. That'll do it. In my house, I cannot get connected most of the time. I mean, I can, but it's aggravating. Yeah. You think it's my house? Yeah, it's that metal roof specifically. Oh, me. So what you can try to do is to... Get a new roof. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Sharita. (laughs) No, um, what you can try to do is to move your router, if you can, into a more central location. Okay. And that'll help. Um, and if that doesn't work, you may be able to use that Belkin router that you have as a repeater. And what that means is it will pick up the signal from your new router and relay it. So you can essentially make it a much bigger circle. What would I connect it to? You would connect it to the router that you have. So you're creating more internet. Wow. But there's a specific setup. Connected. To my modem. Well, yeah. What you can do is you would set up the Belkin router inside your house. Okay. As close as you can to the other one so that it can pick up that signal. And then you would set it up. And it's different on each router on how you do this. But if you still have the manual, it will tell you how to set it up as a repeater. And that's what you'd want to do. A repeater. Okay. I even bought one of those little extenders that you just plug in. Mm -hmm. And I plugged it in like close to the window where it was. I was thinking, well, it might pick up the signal, yeah, but it's not helping. Yeah, I would try something. I would try to, uh, having one of the uh, actual router do it. They have better receptors, yes, and better able to receive and send signals. Okay, um, so try that. You may even want to switch where you put the strong one, so that the Belkin is the one in the office, and the better, stronger one is the one that's in the house. In the house. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. I'll give it a try. Thank you so much. Enjoy your show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thanks, Donna. Good luck to you. It's time for our final break. Um, and she was talking about not being able to forget a network. I just pulled up our Wi-Fi and something comes up that says block network notification. What is that? Yeah. Um, that just means that it won't notify you to connect to that Wi-Fi network. Oh, so that probably um, wouldn't help her. Yeah. And it's going to be different on an iPhone. Those settings aren't the same. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We have Timothy in Louisiana when we get back. And that means we have a few lines open if you want to join the conversation. We'll talk a little bit more about what a wireless router is, wireless adapter. 877-MPB-RING is the number if you want to join the conversation to talk with us about Wi-Fi, connection, speed, data usage, 877-672-7464 or email everydaytech at mpbonline.org. This is Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand.
And welcome back to Everyday Tech on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent here with Ashley Jeffcoat, Digital Media Director for MPB. Today we've been talking a whole lot about Wi-Fi and data usage, and apparently you guys have been wanting to talk about this too because we've been on the phones the whole time. And so we're going to go to Timothy in Louisiana. Good morning, Timothy. Hello, tech goddesses. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Y'all are right up there with Leo Laporte and Patrick as far as I'm concerned. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll have to Google those names. I don't yeah. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, anyhow, um, I would like to connect an office um, Wi-Fi with a center pivot in the middle of a field 2,000 feet away. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, I was wondering what I can do as far as, like, a maybe a directional antenna attached to my – I've got a, a, a Nighthawk um, – <clears throat> Um, a Nighthawk uh, router, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah. and I was thinking about taking, you know, it's got three antennas, and I was thinking about putting a, a BNC dongle on one of it and put it to an outside antenna um, yeah. and aim it in that direction. Any thoughts along that line? Um, That is a thing you can do. Um, uh-huh. You can buy directional antennas even that are specifically intended to work with Wi-Fi routers to help push uh-huh. the signal in a different direction. Can you recommend a brand? Um, not off the top of my head. I've never bought one, uh-huh. so I don't have any personal experience with them. I just know that it is a thing you can do, but I don't know about how much of um, how much range you're going to get out of one of those antennas. Yeah. But um, they do exist, and I know that you can buy them. So it might yeah. be worth doing some research on directional antennas for Wi-Fi specifically. Yeah. Okay. All right. Tim- all right. Well, y'all have a groovy day, and thank you very much. I'm so glad y'all are there, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. I appreciate it. Groovy. I like that word. Uh, Gary is in Kosciuszko. Good morning, Gary. What do you have for us? Good morning, ladies. Hey. I actually work I actually work for DISH, and I think I know what was the problem with that lady who's got mm-hmm. um, her data seems to be mysteriously being chewed up. Oh, okay. Go ahead. It's her cell phones. If mm-hmm. she's got her cell phone set for automatic data updates, mm-hmm. at night they're all doing updates, and it's chewing up all of her data. If yep. she turns those, if she turns that automatic data updates off, then it won't. You know, because sometimes, sometimes your cell phone will do all kinds of crazy updates, and you don't even know it, especially if it's on automatic. Yeah. If you if you turn that data off, then she shouldn't have nearly as big a problem. Oh, all right. Okay. Automatic data updates. Okay. That's yeah, that's definitely a thing to check. Um, the, but the thing right. to keep in mind, if you do that, if you turn that kind of stuff off on your phone, your phone is no longer going to automatically update things. So you will need yeah, to go yeah. in and check for updates manually to make sure that you're running the latest versions of things. Yep. All right. Gary, but good good but comment. If, but if you don't, yeah, if you don't, it's going to chew up your data every time. I do it. Yes. I see it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, Gary, all right. we appreciate you calling and listening. Thank you. Uh, we're going next to Albert, who's in Biloxi. Good morning, Albert. What do you have for us? Well, good morning, and thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a question regarding download speed. I have a uh, service provider that allegedly is providing me with 100 megabytes per second download speed, and I'm considering changing providers to one that's providing me about 9 megabytes per second download speed. Mm-hmm. Is there a big difference? And I know 100 is a bigger number than 9. 
Oh, yeah. But is there really a big difference when all I do is Internet search? If you're just searching the Internet and you're not spending a lot of time watching videos or doing any kind of streaming or any kind of gaming, there's not really a huge difference if that's all you're doing. You will know it will be noticeably faster when you're doing those things. But ultimately, it's not really going to impact what you're doing online. I see. But if I want to connect it to uh, TV, for example, to uh, uh, download or downstream movies, then a higher speed will be better. Definitely better. I understand. All right. Listen, you've answered my question. Appreciate you guys being there. Thank you. All All right. right. Albert, thank you for your call. Uh, Last call of the day goes to Eric in Oxford. Good morning, Eric. Hey, how are you? Can you hear me? Yes. Mm -hmm. Hey, um, we have a Wi-Fi in the house that runs. We do our Wi-Fi on cell phones and we do a Roku TV device we are frequently being kicked off of wi-fi and being it requests a new security key every time uh it only happens on my wife's cell phone and my children's it does not happen on my 6s mm-hmm. um is there a reason that this modem has started doing this uh you got any ideas um i would check the the settings on the wi-fi network um, and just make sure that none of them have changed. Um, if you use anything like Mac filtering or stuff like that, it may be a problem and may be causing it to get kicked off. Um, I would also check the settings on those particular devices to make sure that they are remembering it, remembering the settings. Uh-huh. Um, it could also be a problem with um, the type of network that's being generated by either that's being generated by the router or what the technology is capable of picking up in those phones can cause weird interferences like that. Okay. So there's a whole bunch of different things that you can do, but I would start by checking the settings on everybody's devices and on the router. And one comment, we have noticed on our iPhone, it will never ask us, do we want to forget this network? Network. You can make it forget a network if you go in through your settings. You have to be in range of that network to begin with. But okay. you can go through and ask it to um, forget a particular network. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Eric, thank you so much for your call. Actually, a lot of things we didn't even get to. We might need to I do know. a part two. We'll, we we'll, might. We'll duel it out with a rock, paper, scissors. All right. What's your uh, What's your joke? What does a nosy, a, no, a, a nosy pepper do? What does a nosy pepper do? Nosy. A nosy pepper. Jonas, any assistance here? Yeah, I actually know this one, so yeah, just I, keep going. Well, no, answer it. <laughs> no, do I'll it. Get jalapeno business. Yes, <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, okay, all right, that's cool. I can dig it. I love jalapenos, by the way. Me too. I love them. Okay, I like them fresh. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and end the show. And thanks to everybody who called. If you didn't get to call, you can send an email to everydaytech at mpbonline.org. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at ten for Everyday Tech Southern Remedies up next right here on MPB Think Radio.